Welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. This is part two of my fuck politics podcast episode. And I'm back with Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. No problem. Thank you for being here. So just to be completely honest with y'all, it's been about a month break since we did the last episode. (laughs) Um, Life has just been, you know, hitting both of us. And so much has happened within that month in regards to politics. I know. I can't even. It's like, where do you even start? (laughs) I don't know where to start because it's like we had an agenda and then it's like, oh, shit. All this shit in a month. It's like every day you're waking up to hearing more rights and more things being taken away and more things. And it's like, uh, it's we're, we're. one at some point because I'm pretty sure something else is going to be snatched up under the rug from us. Well, and we'll be so, here to keep everybody informed. Yes, so we're here. So how are you, Jenny? I'm doing good. You know, I'm just <laughs> slowly but surely. Like uh, Cordaro said, life has been a little crazy this past month, which is why it's been kind of difficult to um, get our, get both of us back together. But now we're together now and everything's kind of calmed down. Calm down personally in the sense I can sit down and now go deal with the craziness that's going on in politics. So, you know, I guess it's calmed enough in my personal life where now I can discuss politics and go let my mental health go crazy again. Exactly. I I hear you. (laughs) So let's get let's just dive into it. So, no, I I wanted to I kind of want to skip around, you know, the outline of because. There's just a few things that have been really bothering me with just just how things have been playing out lately. And I feel like the the bulk of my frustration is with the Supreme Court and how just I'm going to be completely honest. You know, I never the whole separation of church and state and all that stuff. Like, I don't see it anymore. Like I, I never see. saw it. I never really saw it, to be honest with you. I think that I think <clears throat> it was just all bullshit. I, I mean, you know, with the overturning of Roe v. Wade and all those justices lying by lying to senators saying that Roe v. Wade is established law, it is very clear that there has never been a sh- at least on the for on the side of the Republicans, in my opinion, there has never been a separation of church and state. They are in one in and of the same. So it's all just been this Supreme Court decision. I mean, I not to get too specific about it yet, but it's it's just it's all bullshit. No, we can, bl- we can get specific. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, we're talking about the fact that Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And as of at least let me see in front of me, as of data of july 5th so i don't know what most recently there are eight states in the eight states right now have banned abortion and i mean we are going to the state just to put it in perspective depending on how the midterms turn out there is a good possibility that the state of illinois and more specifically chicago is going to be the epicenter of abortions in the midwest because all these states around us potentially and it will likely ban abortion so 
it's it's just crazy. I I I I, I can't believe I. I I don't know. I, I want to think if I ever I there was a part of me that thought they would never actually do it. Mm-hmm. I would not think that they would ever actually do it. But the fact that they did do it, it just shows that these people have just I mean, they are. I don't know. It's it's interesting that people like that can make decisions that will destroy so many lives and yet they can just sit in their houses and not do anything about it. I don't know. It's just it's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah, it's 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 very weird that this is something that happened. You know, we versus Wade was even, you know, when it started. You know, so we always had to just hear about it and learn about it and you know read about it and all those things. And you know, I haven't heard so much about role. The moment Trump started. Like if you like, you know, and Hillary Clinton said it herself. You know, um, so many people said that if Donald Trump wins, Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned, and people were just like, "Oh, that would never happen." You know, even people, even Republicans, was like, "Oh, that would never happen." You know, yada yada. And I think that they were just saying that because they didn't think that they had the chance to you know, to to get um, three Supreme Court picks in one from one term president. Like, that's not heard of. That one no. president in, in only one term in office was able to get three Supreme Court picks. Do you know there, there were presidents who weren't able to do any Supreme Court picks? I know. And it's like motherfucker was able to do three and unheard of. But and this is the this is the point when I was saying last week, this is why elections matter so much. Now, let me ask mm-hmm. you something. I just want to get your reaction to this. So, you know, I, I say to people, well, this is what happens when you don't vote. We cause this, but we ourselves need to look at why did we not vote in 2016? But then what do you say to the response that I've sometimes seen from people, which is, well, they should have codified it a long time ago. This is not a how dare you put this on us. This, they should have done this a long time ago when we had uh, supermajorities. When the Democrats already had supermajorities, they never did this. What do you say to that? I mean, I think, the, I think, I think, I think it's, both things can be true at the same time. I, yes. do, I do believe that that's a true statement. I think the problem is, is that no one thought that it would come to this point to where that like like no one was no one thought that um what's her name was going to die no one thought um like no one saw every, every no one thought that this that this moment was going to happen people were just comfortable everyone yeah. was comfortable people were comfortable with not voting because they didn't think that anything would change you know i think a lot of people say well my vote doesn't matter and i think I think what happened in prior but prior elections, people nothing changed that they could physically see. Like it was changes being done and things happening, but you, we we couldn't. Phys- people needed something that they could physically see that yes, because I didn't vote, this happened. And I think that people were not seeing. 
something tangible to say, to see, to say, yes, I need to fucking vote. So now they see that. But the problem is, is that now, yes, you need to vote, but now your votes are going to matter more at your local elections because the Supreme Court is there. The Supreme Court going to be there until any grandchildren I have, you know, like they're going to be dealing with the shits. So now votes are really going to matter based on your states. And they're even trying to do stuff now to where they where they fix I know. They know when it comes to when it comes to voting, we have the Democrats have the numbers to vote when it comes to state elections. And, and the, we have the numbers. People just don't enough people just don't vote. But if you if you really get get us riled up, we will vote at the state elections because at the state level because if people need, if people want to, if the if the Democrats want to get out and vote in these states where they're, they can get out and vote. So now they're trying to find out. Okay, now that it's up to the states, we know that people can vote. How can we stop them from voting? So it's like they're really doing. They're about they're doing their damage to make it difficult for people to even go out and vote. If as if they weren't already making that hard for people to do. I know. And it's interesting also because, you know, there's recently articles have come out that have shown that Democrats are winning the fundraising game right now. Mm -hmm. They are. They really, really are. So we have the money to win. But at the end of the day, people need to show up. This is why also I always have had a weird thing about. I am I, I, I get really in about sending my money to non to election to local elections. You know what I mean? I have a weird thing about that because I, I don't know what it is about me. I could see people saying like, well, you need to fund people in these places. But it's like but also it, it needs to come. There's a point in my life where I'm like, I, I think we talked about this last week. There's a point where I am like. I am doing everything I can, right. but I cannot force people. I cannot drag you by your hair to the voting booth. If you do not see the motivation in, in what is going on right now, then I don't know what to tell you. No, I can understand that there are sometimes bad candidates who can't get the message across, but you know, I don't know. If, I if, mean, if, at this if, point, if you get it, I earlier people were people were comfortable you know and i think what also made us comfortable is you know we had a democrat as a president for eight years and i think that again i think what people need to realize is that election cycles don't stop like okay you get someone in office but they have to run again in the next two years you know, whether it's local or, or if it's the president, they still have to start. They have to start their campaign in two years. Mm-hmm. So you really so elections really don't stop. Because, yes. And, you know, and I think that that's what people need to realize, like like running elections, uh, paying attention to polls, seeing all, that that's a that's a never ending job. 
And so I think the problem is, is that people rested for eight fucking years because they had Obama and they felt like that that was enough. Uh, even when they got Obama, people stopped paying attention to local elections. People stopped, people really got comfortable and thought because we had this president that local elections didn't matter. And they, they mattered more than anything when Obama was in office. Because if we would have taken care of the local elections when Obama was in office, his would not have happened the way it happened. And we would have, he would have been able to do more with packing the, the those local, um, the, the courts. And I'm, I'm not talking about some, well, we would have, we would have taken care of the Supreme Court too, but the, all the other courts, like things would have happened if we would have paid attention to this during Obama's term and not wait until Trump got into office. Well, we kind of, I feel like Obama had a sort of, Wizard of Oz sort of thing about him and that because he was president, there was just this false sense of awe among some of us that Mm -hmm. everything was fine. Nothing was wrong. And then Trump became president and everyone was like, what? Like, like it just, it, it just, he had this way and whether you like it or not, that it just put everyone in this sense of ease that everything was fine. And then you got down into the nitty gritty and there are things that weren't fine. And then you take and then enough people were upset about the things that weren't fine. And then along comes this angry, evil, disgusting man who took that feeling of discomfort that no one was paying attention to mm-hmm. and ran with it, even though those same people wouldn't have cared either way. So it's just it's just an awful position that we're in. And you're right. It's sad because generations after us are going to be have to be fighting this battle for a long time. We're going to have to fight this battle for a long, long time. Yeah, there's not like, like, and you know, when are we ever going to start having the conversations about, you know, how long should the um, justices like, you know, when is that that is going to happen now. I think it's going to happen probably in the next generation. Um, I definitely think it's going to happen because the justices should not have, for one, should not have this much power. And two, I don't believe the justices should be able to have to their last breath. Or have the ability give rights to people and then take those rights away later on. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't I, I don't like how they're able to amend um you it's like it's not even like a court it's not it's it's not, it's like this isn't like some sort of campaign finance law or some sort of privacy law. This is human rights. Yeah. That you I, gave and now you're going to take away. What is that? There has to be some sort of president. We can't do that. That's disgusting. You can't, uh, when a right being that the citizens of this country, that should not, and I, you know, there could be all these discussions about, well, what exactly is a, like, what rights? But like, I mean, because now I'm talking about this. Well, I don't know. I'm going to go off on a tangent, but just something like this. Well, let's you just, know, and, you, and you know what, we could take, like, take politics out of, like, take right or left out of it. Like, if you think about it, let's say if you are a conservative and the justices were, you know, 
majority, you know, voted to get rid of the Second Amendment. Like, get rid of, like, you no longer can bear arms. And, you know, y'all would have a fucking fit. I know. Y'all would have a fucking fit. And, and my point in saying that is that was already established in the Constitution. So yeah. if it's there, they should not have the power to get rid of it. Yeah. And so my thing is, regardless of what side you sit on, we should at least be able to agree that no one should have that power taken away. Just because it's working in your favor now because of, you know, because you, you know, you um, because of how you feel on abortion doesn't mean that when the tables are turned, because at some point, not probably in my lifetime or, or yours, but at some point, the tables are going to turn where that, where that, that, that um, Supreme Court justice is going to be full of people who don't, who are not conservative. And know, yeah. then it's going to be a shit show when it's the other side. So I think we should at least be able to agree on that. But I don't think they're going to because right now the, the odds are in their favor for the next 50 years. Well, so they're protected. So they're 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 protected by a lifetime appointment, and mm -hmm. they're protected that they're the they are these very rich people who can surround themselves in these communities where they don't have to ever ever feel feel the, the um uh, uh feel the thing. That's why I loved when um I hate to bring it up again, but I love when people just said it specifically when Brett Kavanaugh was um, protested at a restaurant, and he said it. It's like you know. You don't have to you you violence is you should not be able to put your hands on someone or or like or like physically threaten someone. But should people have the right to protest and come up and say to you what you did is wrong? Absolutely. So I don't think I'm not saying that people should get should like threaten or scream at these Supreme Court justices. But if I ever saw one in life, I would I would get as close to them as I was humanly possible. And I would say. You are the. You, they need to make, be made to feel uncomfortable. That's all I'm saying. They need to feel the discomfort and some of the pain that people are feeling. That's all I'm saying. They need to, and they should never have a moment's rest over it. None of them. Alito, Clarence Thomas, Justice Kavanaugh, Neil Gorsuch, Tony Barrett. They all should not feel any discomfort. Should feel this. Should feel discomfort for the rest of their lives. In my opinion. I'm gonna be completely. I'm sorry, y'all, for the background noise. It's like this bike club going through my damn house, and <laughs> it's just like, hey, I'm like, what? What is going on? <laughs> y'all know where I live. I talk to them all the time. Y'all already know. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, Jimmy. Um, if I, if Brett, if Brett Kavanaugh was standing next to me, I'm gonna be completely honest. I would probably spit in his face. You'd spit. I would spit in his face, and. And I would probably, if Clarence Thomas was next to me now, I would probably kick his ass. <laughs> now, allegedly, you know, allegedly, 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 Wendy Williams, allegedly, allegedly, you know, allegedly, allegedly, especially, you know, being that he's black and I ain't got to, ugh, listen, <laughs> I have my issues when, uh, anyways, that's another podcast. But I will say this. I mean, so what are your thoughts on this? I'm gonna just I wasn't gonna talk about this, but I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Now, for those of you who don't know, Jimmy is white. <laughs> Jimmy What? 
<laughs> Jimmy is white. But I did want to bring this up to you because this is something that has been said in multiple spaces. So a lot of people are thinking that this whole thing about abortion is about to, 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 to save whiteness. And they, I don't know if you've heard this. Oh, I have. Okay. From, okay. Oh, I right. have. So you heard this. So, you know, you know, statistics show that, you know, more white, white women have abortions and, um, you know, the, the whole person that did the Buffalo mass shooting, he was saying these same talking points um, Tucker, Carls- Tucker Carlson says the same talking points. So we hear it a lot that, you know, there's this fear from these old white men that's in, in politics that, you know, their power is going away. You know, there's a high percentage of white women um, having interracial um, uh, marriages. So, you know, and vice versa. So, you know, the children are, you know, you know biracial. And so there's like, you know, this this pure white bread type of um, family is no longer, they're, they're no longer existing. They're dissolving. And we need to stop these women from having abortions because then we will no longer be in power or, or have the, the, the highest population rates in this world. What are your thoughts on that? I think that that is absolutely true. And I think there is a lot of truth to that. I think that is what that I mean, this whole everything to me, I mean, it can all be traced back to the preservation of the whites. Mm -hmm. I completely and utterly agree with that. I think old white men are terrified of the future. And I think they think as long as we just can get some um, white women and some other people of color to come and parrot our ideas while we pull the strings behind their back. They will be a, we will be able to succeed in preserving our whiteness. And I think that is absolutely true. And you know what's funny? The first time I heard that was not even in a, a circle where people of color were around. It was from another another liberal white person who said, you know, I, this is this is all this is about is preserving white people is, is preserving the whites, the whites of this country. And and they, they were it was it was just like, wow, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, I, I completely and utterly agree. And I think it's disgusting that people are so afraid and the racism. I mean, I, I, at this point in my life, it should, and from what we've gone through, it shouldn't shock me, the racism that is there. But it's, you know, it's so, I just don't, I think what is, what, I just, I just don't know how we're ever going to ever eradicate it. I don't know how we are ever going to ever eradicate racism in this country when there will always be children because this is taught to people. You're never right. born. You are taught right. to be racist. You are taught. And I just don't know how we can eradicate racism when we have these Supreme Court decisions, which allows this mind thought to just continue to spread in this country. So, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And I think it's just disgusting. And and sad, and they will never ever admit it, and they will scream at us for saying, "How dare we say it?" But we know mm-hmm. it's true. We see mm-hmm. right through it. They, we see right through it. So, what are your thoughts on? Okay, so do you think that gay marriage is next? Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely do. Do you think? 
it would be overturned. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to do something. I don't know whether or not. But if we don't, um, if we don't do something, if I will say that I'll say this then. I, I'll be honest. If we, if the Republicans gain control of Congress um, in, in the midterms, um, uh, gay, me- gay people will lose their right to marry. Gay people are going to lose their right to marry. It, 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 it breaks my heart. But um, yeah, it's it, it. And then after that, I, I agree. Maybe Brown versus Board of Edu- Education. Interracial couples, <laughs> contracept, um, um, say, or just, or even I forget that there's a decision of whether even it's not even gay marriage. It's also a decision in the Supreme Court of um, making same-sex relations illegal in your state. It's you know what is given is it's given that it, that I truly think that there are going to be because okay I'll say this you know. When people used to consider moving and where they want to, you know, uh, and how they want to just navigate, it's never to me just people never really people just move based on, you know, the climate. People move based on, you know, the financial, how, how you know, how much it co- cost of living and, you know, maybe, you know, school districts and all these other things. Now people are really having to make decisions if they want to move based on if it's a red or blue state. And I personally, and, and what and the problem with that is that it's it's hurt a lot of people who want to move to places like the South that's, that has uh, the cost of living is cheaper, but the South is, is, is red. I wanted to move to Texas. I wanted to move to Texas for a lot of different reasons, but I also did not because it's so fucking hot. But I was willing to, you know, deal with the heat. But I refuse to move to Texas because for, for many reasons. And one is that it's a red state and Texas governor, you know, Mr. O- Greg Abbott. Right, with his... Ugh, I can't say that. That is, that would be ableist. And so I can't say what I was about to say. So I'm not going to say that. But he, his ass just be rolling around, literally. Just, ooh, I said it. I don't even know what you're making reference to. So we could just move on to it. From, okay. okay. From whatever you said. Um, the governor, which, which one is the governor and the, um, which one's in the wheelchair? <laughs> I don't. I don't know, and I don't. I don't think we'll go. We'll, we'll just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Neither. I don't think either of a heat in a wheelchair. Just, just leave just, it alone. Let me just leave. Let me stop just now. Let me just leave, leave it, alone. it alone. Okay, never leave mind. It alone. But, but people, I okay. Make your point. He's doing. A, he's stripping a lot of shit away for people, especially trans people. Um, you know, queer people. Like he's doing a lot of shit. Don't forget about Ron. Santos, Ron DeSantis, Ron, like, Ron, Ron DeSantis in Florida, and mm-hmm. then it's like it's like so. So the point is, is that people are having to make these decisions now when they want to move because, like, you may want to live in that state, but it's a red state, and you already know you're probably not going to be able to have marijuana. You're probably not going to be able to do this, do that, do this, do that, and so it's it's it seems like a lot of shit is about to turn into a state thing 
and people are about to just migrate to these states. And I don't know how that's going to look for those people who already live in those states. I think it's going to be, if, if, if what happens in the midterms happen and Chicago ends up being the, the only place people can go to get, you know, abortions, it's going to be a shit show here. It kind of already is. I mean, do you know the 10-year-old story? Have you heard the story mm-hmm. of the 10-year-old? Yeah. Should we repeat the story for our viewers who may not? Sure, go I, ahead. Recently, I recently learned about it. So there was a 10-year-old girl who was sexually assaulted, and she could she could not. I think it was Oklahoma, Ohio. It was Ohio. Ohio. She was in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And not get an abortion in Ohio because she was pregnant. So she had to flee to Indiana. Now, Indiana eventually, I think, is going to something. They're not there yet. It's uh, it's unclear yet, but that you can still legally get an abortion. And she got an abortion in Indiana. And now the attorney uh, general in Indiana is suing the doctor is suing. But this is what is going to happen is that now we're going to have people fleeing to Chicago. They'll get an abortion. And then if let's say they're going to have to be careful in who they tell, because, you know, who knows what the laws in other states are, because maybe they could prosecute. States will probably make laws that you can still be prosecuted. Well, it'll be interesting because now it's like, can you still can you prosecute someone for going to a different state and having an abortion? Right. It's crazy. I never thought I would ever live in a time where I would look at people around me and I don't know where it was. So, I mean, I guess it already existed for people of color that in certain states you have rights that you don't have. I think, yeah, but I think, you know, I don't know. Do you see the point I'm trying? I just, I don't know. Maybe as a white person, it's, it took it. And it's and it's unfortunate that as a white person, it, it it took me so long to finally see it. I mean, you know? the thing is, you could you could see it, but you couldn't connect. Like you could you could you could have empathy for you know black people, people of color, with all the things that we have gone through and what we what we've been through. But it you but now you're going to. Of, it's going to uh, uh, really affect you because it's going to truly affect you. So you're going to so I don't know you even are going to affect you as well. You know, um, you know, people in your family, and it's it's, it's uh, there are going to be direct hits that you can feel instead of just hearing about it. You know what I'm saying? I know, and I just feel bad, but you know what? It's like it's like all we always talk about. I, I hate that it it. it it took this for me to feel it. You know, I wish I felt it sooner. That's my only thing. It's like, I, I feel like I became, I am a, I am a, I'm a, I've become a, the face of what I hate when people don't realize something until it happens to them. You know what I mean? Well, you, yeah, but the, the difference is, is that you've, uh, you've always had empathy and you always understood it. Uh, and there's that's the difference between people who were who are against it, but now they're for it once they hit their family or when it hits them. There's a difference there because you've you've always understood it and you've never fought against it, you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I personally, I, you know, 
I've never been a person who had the conversations on abortion rights simply because I'm a man. I identify as a man. I can't have children. (laughs) You know, I don't think, I think it's definitely a woman's right to, to, to her body and to choose. But to be completely honest, I've been around people in my life in the past who've had abortions. And I've seen the, I just, I've seen the, hmm, I'm trying to say this and in in I've seen people who've had, uh, I know, I know people who've had abortions just because, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've, I've witnessed it. And so I've witnessed, I've witnessed someone who had a um, late term abortion. I don't like that term. Um, late, long, like, I guess that's the only word I can use that people understand that term. Uh, later, a later on abortion, whatever. Um, we get what you're saying. I think people get what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I hate that term, late term abortion, late term. But I, I've been around people who've had abortions because it was, if they didn't, they, she would have died. You know, the mother would have died because the baby was, you know, I've seen, I actually did a podcast last year, if everyone listened to it with a, with a young lady who was pressured and forced by two doctors to have an abortion because her child was going to be born without an arm. And she refused to have the abortion. And she has her, her, her daughter's gorgeous, her daughter's living, driving, and, you know, doing all these things. And so I've been a person that has always tried to keep my personal views out of it because it's not my body. And I can't make that decision for someone else. I, I So I don't have an opinion on you know when when, you know when does life begin like i get into that is up open for interpretation Mm -hmm. you know and because it's open for interpretation i think that it should be the person who is having the child no yeah i yeah i don't know I'll, i'll not to interrupt you but i I personally don't know anybody who's had an abortion. I'm sure I do. From the statistics, I probably do know somebody who's had an abortion. But no one, I've never known someone, like, I've never had someone tell me, which they would, they have no reason to, but I have never known someone in my life who, for now who has had an abortion. But I feel the same way that you do. I have always felt that I, what I feel as a person who cannot bear children however i feel about it doesn't matter it's not my it is not something that as a male with a male bot as a man with a male body and male genitalia i'm a cis man i cannot tell any woman a cis woman or a trans man any person who is able to give birth to a child, how, Mm -hmm. what they can do to their bodies. Right. And, and, and it, it just bothers me. And, you know, it's so interesting. It's, it's annoying. It's, you know, and, and so I just, in this one, want to say, you know, Daryl's dead parts, you know, when I speak 
and I know I speak for Jimmy, when we are speaking on a, not speaking from just a cis woman's perspective or on behalf of cis women, we're definitely speaking for trans men. Yeah. Um, trans non-binary folks and just those who identify as non-binary people in general, anyone who can a child. Yes. Um, no matter your no matter your gender identity or if you're in the binary, out the binary, we are talking about anyone who can give birth to a child. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we made that clarification. I apologize for not making that sooner. And it, and it shows I need to know more non-binary and trans people in my life. But because, you know, I it's just but, any, you know, it's just any person. I just don't understand why it's anybody's. I have never understood and I will never understand why is it anybody who cannot bear a child's business what a person who can bear a child wants to do with their body. It's not my, yeah. it's, it's, it's never been my business. Now I will agree with you. There are times where I have, where I agree with you, where, you know, I mean, I have, I have, do I have a, do I have opinions on when a person, have I had opinions in the past on when I think a person should not have an abortion anymore? Yes, I will be honest with you. But it is never my place to say it. It is never, right. ever my place to say it. Right. It is never. I have never felt it was my place to say it. So I just wish people, I don't know why people can't just mind their own business sometimes. No, and I also think that a lot of, you know, they love to put, I say this as some date trans men I have to feel something that's going to affect my family if we choose if, and my spouse who may be trans want to have children and they're able and willing to you know bear our child this will affect us you know something happens and so you know again this hit me different lenses and angles Bothers me the most is that the one most with this conversation is how ask specific questions, and I truly believe they were asked specifically by Kamala Harris and others if they would overturn overturn Roe versus Wade. Brett Kavanaugh, that pale bitch, <laughs> um, what's that Amy Coney Barrett, the bitch from Florida. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bitch who's in the uh, Supreme Court. And who's disturbed? Is it Neil? Neil Gorsuch. Yeah. Overturning Rollers and their thoughts, you know, women's rights and all that stuff. Brett Kavanaugh was asked, you know, by Kamala, is there any law out there that gives the government anything in a man's body? He couldn't answer the fucking question. Um, so the fact that they had and still overturned it. I truly believe they should be held in contempt. I don't give a fuck there, what that is. I yeah, think they should be yeah, held in contempt. To read the laws of that and see you lied to them. They're just cow. And you know what it also shows? It shows what cowards they are. They're such cowards. Because you can't even say it. You can't even say it. You couldn't be honest. You're a coward. How dare I like you're such a coward. You and couldn't also, people that serve on the Supreme Court should not be able to be affiliated with any form of religion. Or at the very least, I don't even know about that. For me, it's just like if they if they have specifically done writings and have made it is very clear that their religion, no matter what it is, is a big part of their life. And they have like, like, you know, and to the point where they have got with politics, where they have any time when any sort of judge and has blended 
their political beliefs with their religious beliefs, that should take them off the boat immediately. Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds better. Okay. I'll say it. I, I I'll say what I'll say what Jimmy just said. So erase what I said. I don't know. I just I mean I'm not a religious person anymore. I'm spiritual, but I do believe that anybody who is on you know Supreme Court if you are an active participant in your religion, like, you know, I don't think that there's, I don't think it's possible. I don't think it's really possible if you tried to separate church and state. If you are an active person in your religion, whatever that religion is, if there's something that comes from I think it's impossible. People can't. Just say absolutely. I think that there are people who can, but I don't think it's easy. And I think no, it's not. It's not easy, and especially for people like that bitch Amy. Amy, who was bitch, was she like school teacher, or she was some shit where she was like she was heavy in 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 her religion. Uh, yeah, I yeah, she papers on why Roe v. Wade should be overturned. That woman never. I mean, not right. to go. I'm not going on tangent about that woman, but you know, she should have wrote. No, no. It, I mean, the only reason she's on the sub. Do you want to talk about people? Then, saying- bitch, you got then, bitch, you got black kids. I don't like girl. And then, well, and then you and then you want to talk about getting and then every to a damn white woman. You are talking about um interracial um marriage relationship. Y'all want to preserve white girl. I'm going on a tyrant, and I'm trying. I know. To, I don't want to. And we was we had so much other shit to talk about. But I'm just disgusted by, by you know, what? can we move on real quick? Yes. Yes, we can. We can. Because, okay, so we don't fuck with, you know, Supreme Court's decision. You know, next. No, no, next. Exactly. Human, yeah. And just pay, people need to vote and pay attention because human rights are being taken away. Right. So what are... um. This this whole gun shit. I, I want to. I, I really want to talk. Do you have? Do you have a few to still? To come, yes. Still, okay. Yes. yes. You know, um, going over time a little bit, but I do want to. My podcast producer gonna be like, y'all are just ranting. I'm ranting. Well, girl. we need to talk. We there's this is. We'll probably do another podcast, but we need. I know we need to move on, but it's important for us to talk about human rights. It's it, human rights are being taken away. We can't not daily talk about that like for a long every time. fucking day something yeah. else is being taken away right from so, under us, and we're not. And, and so I'm just, I, I really need the people who listen, just please look at your state. Please pay attention to what's going on around you. Like, it's, yeah. she, the shit is being taken away right from under our fucking noses. Like, we are no, we're, we're, the democracy is being stripped from us. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But like, yeah, just pay attention. Please pay attention and be active and be loud. That's all yes. we can ask you to do. Yes. So what I'm going to say next, and and another thing that you know, it, 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 what we're going into next ties ties back to what we just stopped talking about. But this gun shit, you know, I'm really, I'm really a little, I'm a little confused on what's going on with guns right now. And the reason I'm saying I'm confused is because, you know, I thought we had this bipartisan bill and shit being done, but then I hear this shit going on in New York. Where you could do all this shit with some guns. Texas just did some shit. And then um, Arizona just did something to where, you know, if you're more than eight feet away, if you're eight feet, if you can't be 
so close to a police officer, you have to be eight feet behind a police officer because you can go to jail if you're recording. If you're recording a, a police officer and you're within less than eight feet, you can go to jail and you have to post bond. I said, we got we only got six feet for COVID. So now, mm-hmm. but this, but they get eight feet. And it's like, okay, my camera can zoom in, but what if the police officer starts walking towards you? You have to keep backing up. It's like, this is crazy. And how they're really, every, any and everybody named mama can get a fucking gun in New York City. And I don't know. So I just want to hear your thoughts on what's, I don't know what's going on because I thought we had a bipartisan thing with the guns, but now I'm starting to hear all these states doing all this other shit. So, well, I'm okay. So, so the bipartisan gun law that was signed into law is restricting guns, any sort of gun from regular citizens. It is more about making sure guns don't get in the hands of bad people. So, what was in the bill was. $750 million to help states implement and run crisis intervention programs. You know, these can be, uh, this money can be used to implement and manage red flag programs. Um, uh, and also, we are closing. So that's number one. Number two, it closes it is closing the boyfriend loophole, which um, uh, closes the boy, which this legislation closes. I'm writing directly from C- uh, CNN, a years-long loophole in domestic violence laws that barred individuals who have been convicted of domestic violence crimes against spouses or partners with whom they steer children or cohabited with from having guns. This new bill would bar anyone who is convicted of a domestic violence crime and and against someone they have, quote, a continuing serious relationship uh, of a romantic or intimate nature from having um, a gun. So this you know, it, it what it, it, it then it requires more gun sellers sellers to register as federally licensed firearm dealers, more thorough reviews of people ages 18 to 21 who want to buy guns, creates new federal status against gun trafficking and straw laws, and increases funding for mental health programs and school security. My biggest problem with this legislation is that it seems it's good. It relies we we again we've talked about this before. This relies too much on the states to make the right decision. And we know as what you just said, this is something that we cannot leave aloud to the states. We well, can't. You know, Jimmy, one of the main... Okay. <laughs> and this was... Okay. Maybe for concern certain things. I do mm. think states should have and I would love to have decisions on things. I agree. I am personally a person who believes that I would like I think states to make decisions on a lot of shit. I don't think it should come from The, the things I don't think should be done at the state level is something that can be uh, considered um, uh, a like a human. What's the word I'm looking for? It, like, a, like a human. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's like a affects everybody. Well, a cri- a crisis is that what you're saying, or not crisis? 
Tuesday one time. She was trying to make. Okay, are you there? I'm there. Okay, I'm a second. It's a some kind of came to the pandemic when they were things and said something that that can mandates. So many people should not be the state level. The you know, that affects so many people. In my opinion, to not like you know, when it's a pandemic, something that kills people, and also, also human rights. I don't think that should be done. Three things should be at level be. Don't believe everyone deserves the same rights, mm-hmm. and I think that in, to secure and make sure that everyone gets rights that is in the fucking constitution, those to be you know the government level. Yeah, I all the only with guns. What I want done at the federal level are two things: I want an assault weapons ban, and I would like a national, some sort of national online registry that every person who owns a gun in this country has, there ha- uh, has to be a part of. That, uh, that tracks who everyone in this country owns who has a gun. I believe the government, oh. the government of the United States has the right to know that you are carrying a gun. Yes. I believe that we all should know that it's not your right to privacy for you to own a gun. I'm yeah. sorry. You have a right to protect yourself. You have a right to protect your home. But you know what? People are human beings are human beings. And human beings are fucked up. And I believe we have shown from time and time again that we are irresponsible. That we are irresponsible. So we need a national... If we're not... I've never been... I, I, I will say this to someone. I don't like guns. I think we need less guns. But obviously, you know... I, I can't enforce that on anybody else. And I think P- Americans are always going to be gun crazy. I, it's like, fine, you want to be gun crazy, that's fine. But I want to know, I'm not saying that I need to know, but I think there needs to be some sort of system in place where the government, the police, the FBI, any law enforcement knows who has a gun and who does not. Now, obviously this plays into, well, would this affect, but I know there are so many layers, uh, you know, of the, how this yeah, and we don't have to go to yeah, no. about this last week. We actually already talked about oh, we talked about that's what happened the shootings. We had the two shootings. Yeah, um, Uvalde. Yeah, the one in Uvalde, and then there was another one in Highland. There was the one in no. Uh, I'm talking about when we did this podcast. Um, the first part we talked about Uvalde, and we talked about Buffalo and um, Buffalo, New York. That's Buffalo. what we talked about. One that happened right in our backyard, and then we just had one that just happened uh, two weeks ago, Fourth of July, and right in our fucking backyard. And so that 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 has disappeared. And yeah, in Highland Park and Highland Park, caught. Illinois. Yeah. And then we and then they just released the video, the Uvalde video. And what bothers me, I don't know, did, did you watch the video? Yeah, the police did nothing. What bothers me in this video is that if you don't see in this video that these are fucking scared of, of life, 
they are this scared because they know he what kind of gun he has. Do you think I don't think they would have been that scared if he had a handgun? I don't think so either. So they're scared for they they know that regardless of the proof best, that gun them the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. You're, the police are scared of this weapon. Why do you need it? I agree. I there is no reason that any any human being needs any sort of rifle that was specifically does any sort of gun. And again, I'm not a gun expert, so it wouldn't be me making the decision, but I feel that any weapon that has been made, that has been specifically made to mold down multiple people as quick as possible, we don't need it. I We don't need to have it. We don't. Let me ask you we this. Don't. Let me ask you Say that again. Can anybody okay, me? You're breaking up. I'm sorry. Can you? I can I can sort of hear you, but you're breaking up. Something. Can you hear me? Yes. I heard you for a second, and now you're gone again. Oh. Uh, Wait, you're coming back. You're coming back. I don't understand. I have all these bars. I don't know why you can't hear me. No, I got more bars now, so maybe now that's it. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, hold on. Let me put a note in this for my podcast producer to fix this at at the 54-minute mark. Yeah. 54-minute mark. Fix it. Okay, so we're just going to start back right now. So what I was saying is it's... um, So my question to you, Jimmy, is can anybody go into any type of place and buy a grenade? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it depends on the state where you live in. Okay, right. So, so you know, but there's a reason why people can't walk in and buy a grenade. Why is that? Because it's a military, it's a military grade style weapon. <laughs> and it's, it's like, you it's, know. It's designed it, to do what? It's designed to blow people up. <laughs> and kill anything that's in their target. Yeah. yeah. Which is the, which is the same thing. Which is the same thing as it's the same thing as an assault rifle. It's the same thing. So so if so if I can't go get a a a grenade that's designed to destroy anything in its path, why the fuck can I go and get an AK forty seven? I know, right? It's it the logic. It's just because people. You know, it's these. It's because people just want. It's adult toys. They are adult toys. Well, bitch, they, your adult adult toys are killing children. I know. I know. I agree with you. It's. It's. I. I. The, I. I just. I am so happy and and thankful that I never grew up in an environment that ever, um, like made me ever think that a gun was something fun. I don't think a gun is a fun thing. I think if I ever owned a gun, which I don't think I ever would, but if I ever would, it would be something that would be locked up in a box that I would only bring out if my fucking life was on the line. Well, let like, me tell you, you know, as, as and I'm going to say this, as a black person, from family is from the South, I was told so many stories 
from my, and we're going to close on this and we'll just give you all a part two because I don't like my podcast to go over too long and bitch, we're about to reach an, an hour. So I'm just going <laughs> I'm to I'm say this and just let you say your final thoughts and we'll come back because it's always something going on. Um, yeah. So we'll do that. So my, I, my family's from Mississippi. So during, you know, when, you know, the slaves migrated and all that stuff and my family migrated to Chicago, most Black people from Chicago, they, like their direct migration was from Mississippi to Chicago. And I was told stories by my grandmother and my great-grandmother and my great-grandfather about how they had guns, you know, for protection, you know, for protection of, you know, um, Ku Klux Klan members and just, you know... um like they was like warning shots would would warn other black people in the community to get ready something's about to happen you know things like that and so i understand the need and so for some people to feel like they need protection uh you know in your home i don't see the point of going to to be able to i, I don't see the point of allowing everyone to feel like they can play um to play police with uh, being able to take your guns anywhere, you know, for what, so for safety and all these other things, because I don't think it's safe. More guns, more things happen. Do I believe that guns need to be taken care of? Because nowadays you can't even go to the fucking grocery store without a mass shooter person happening coming in. Yes, but the solution is not more people getting guns to protect themselves. The solution is getting rid of the fucking guns. I agree. And, you know, just to, to, to for close it off, too, because a lot of people would counter you. You know, there was a, another shooting in Indiana and the shooter was actually stopped what? by an armed citizen. And but the thing is, I will tell you, that is that was one. You know, people are going to hold that up. They that is the hell he is. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're going to hold that up. I want to just say that is that is out of the norm and. I can tell you if more people had access to guns and more people had guns and more people try to quote unquote stop him, there would be a lot more people dead. We have yes. a big problem with guns in this country and people need to get up and wake up and need to just put your fucking guns down. There are, you know, just we need to wake up and become better human beings and not try to fucking kill each other all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I, I, okay, one more thing, and I'm done, I promise. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's scary to go to festivals. Like, I don't, I can't, Jimmy, I went out for the 4th of July weekend. I was, I was scared. I was oh. scared. Like, it, it was like 4th of July weekend is Black Gay Pride in Chicago. So it's like, I don't know if there was somebody in the wings waiting for, for Black Gay Pride weekend to happen. You know, that's why I didn't go nowhere during, you know, Pride, um, our regular Pride. All these festivals are going on now. A lot of Palooza's coming up. I don't want to go. I Market Days like, is coming up. Mark, who? Market Days. <laughs> oh, God. When is that? <laughs> that's that's um in t the first weekend of August. Yeah, so it's like we have all these festivals. We just had a couple of festivals this past weekend. It's It's... You know, I, you know, some people, and I understand, don't want to go out and celebrate because they don't know if they're going to come home. And it's, and, and so when people are living their life that way, 
Um, you have to, and there's a lot of people who feel that way. You know, it's like, I want to celebrate. I'm going to go out and party, but you never know if I'm going to be the next, you know, in memory of. And so I, I think that it's unfair that, you know, people are giving, allowing, you know, their personal views on something be the mass, you know, the masses. And I just don't like that. I agree. I completely agree with you. But we're going to go ahead and let y'all go. I'm sorry this was long, but we are very passionate when it comes mm-hmm. to, you know, human just human rights, you know, and mm-hmm. and politics. We're both passionate individuals when it comes to politics. And there's so much more I want to talk about. So I think on the next one, Jimmy, I really want to get in on like the Joe Biden. I want to talk about Joe Biden and his presidency and what he and, and and the road to Joe Biden's next term. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk to you about who, uh, any up and coming Democrats that you see. Um, I really want to start talking about things that we that we think can help the Dems move forward and not just now. Because again, when we constantly focus on just the now, we don't prepare for the future. So mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about his run again, Kamala. I want to talk to you about, like I said, any upcoming Democrats. Do you think a Democrat is going to challenge him in the primary? Like, I want to talk to you about all those things. Or And who the fuck do you think is going to be the Republican that's going to go against him? Who Who is it? You know, who is it? Do So I want to talk to you about all that. So that's what we're going to definitely get into. We're going to get more on the... It's going to be less emotional conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Like this time, yeah. Yeah, and so that's what we're going to do on the next one. Mm -hmm. Well, I cannot wait for that conversation, and I cannot wait to keep having these conversations. They're important conversations to have, and I thank you for letting me on your podcast to have them with you. Absolutely. Do you know, Jimmy, uh, you were my very first episode of when this podcast started. It was September of 2019. Oh, my first. The first three episodes were about politics. The very all three were about it was one like vote or die. We had a po- a podcast in a, a year plus before the presidential election. So we we started early talking about talking about it. We started early talking about it. So just so y'all know, we're always going to do that and I just love that I, when I look back at the episodes because I just celebrated my 100, 100th episode I said damn the first episode was us predicting the next pre- the presidential election which was a year a year later like we talked about it a year ahead of time so I just want to say thank you Jimmy uh, for you. doing Happy. these podcasts with me because I love I feel like we're really putting some great information out there so thank you I agree. And thank you so much, Cordaro. It's always a pleasure to be on your podcast. Yes. And until next time, y'all, talk to you later. Bye.
to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram um it's cordero underscore santiago follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on um the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to i'm so excited that i have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode I have an email address for you to do all of those things the email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com so I'll spell that for you darrow d-a-r-o-d-a-r-e-s-u darrowdaresyou at gmail.com send me an email 